The cubby is great on its own, but it is really special because it's ran by successful black men talking about issues that we all want to talk about, but they're funny and they're educated um, and they're very relatable. But just know, fellas, us successful women have some responses to some of y'all's topics. You are listening to the Cubby Podcast with the Cubby Cast and your host, Tyrone Lewis. Welcome to the Cubby, guys. Welcome to the Cubby. It's been a while, hasn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what, two weeks since we recorded? Been a, a little minute, hot man. minute. Everybody's been to the, the places that they needed to be, the things that they needed to do. But as the Cubby always states, we got rules in this motherfucker. That's why we back. Yes, sir. We've been here more than three times. Everyone's always asking me, what's up with that fifth rule? Why is it only three times? And I sure heard Russ in there about 17 times. I'm like, first of all, mind your business. <laughs> Second of all, he a cast member. Where else is he supposed to go? Listen. He's supposed to he's supposed to say his shit. These rules apply to others. Yeah, I had somebody, <laughs> I had somebody mention that to me. Dude, like, hey, you've been in there a couple times. I thought three three times you supposed to be up. I'm like, God damn, part of the cast. <laughs> shit. You watching me? I built this shit. What's wrong with you? You watching me? Jared been here for 18 episodes. <laughs> well, honestly, let's be honest, Jared. You've been here for like 15, bro. <laughs> yeah, we was on our own for a couple of them. Yeah. <laughs> we had to do our thing. But shout out to Jared, though. Well, welcome hey, to the hey, cubby. Hey. We got GP in here. We got Russ in here. But of course, they're going to do their introductions. But the first thing I always do, the first thing I got to do, especially because we've been there on the hiatus, is talk about those cubby rules. You know it. First rule of the cubby is that there are no rules to the cubby. No, Second no. rule of the cubby is whatever you bring, you got to finish. I think I brought some Sunny D in here. I, I figured uh, I'll go sweet today. Boy says Sunny D. <laughs> Boy got the artificial orange. Who drinks Sunny D? Wait a minute, time out. Y'all fake. telling me y'all ain't never drink no Ooh, Sunny D? Special yeah, kind of dude to be drinking Sunny D. Well, dog. I'm a big kid now. Oh my <laughs> god! Christ. Continue with the rules. <laughs> Third rule of the cubby: be yourself. Ain't nobody worried about you in the cubby. Fourth rule: stay on your P's and Q's. Because uh, you never know what happened in the cubby. Fifth rule: the most important rule for those out there: you only get three times in the cubby. Three. So once those three times are up, yeah, those three times are up. It's been good to be back in here, man. For I was speaking real. to Jared a little earlier, and he was talking about the things that he's been doing. And Jared's been making moves, fellas. Okay. Jared's been out here working with Quincy Jones. Okay. I didn't even know Quincy was up and about until, okay. <laughs> until Jared was talking about he was working with Quincy Jones. We got a superstar on our hands right now, but we're going to get into our topic of the day. The best topic that there is, the topic that we're all here for, uh, to come in and talk about. Do y'all know the topic of the day? Jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man, <laughs> jump, uh, man jump man, jump man, jump man, jump boys up to something. <laughs> jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man. Please don't ask me no questions. <laughs> so the thing that about jump man is, especially about being us at the cubby, being that there we're professionals in the workplace, but we still are able to identify within our community, outside of our community, by that the community at large. Is it impactful or important to take the jump out of corporate America? What's the consequences? What's the positives? What's the route to do so? I know a couple people. They're going to listen to this and say, what you talking about? I got a job from Monday to Friday. Sometimes I go in on Saturday, depending on my workload. I clock in from 9 to 5 in the mouth. So what are you talking about? Jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm securing my bag. I secured the bag already. I'm making about X amount. I'm not going to put people out there. So I want to get y'all opinions about it. How do y'all feel about the impact of Starting anew, starting your own versus the 
regular status quo without taking that leap. Man, I look at it like you got uh when you work for corporate, I feel like you're learning a business. I mean, depending on what type of job you got, you know, and specifically, I, I have a sales job, so I feel like I manage a small business in a way. So I feel like I'm gaining the knowledge of, you know, how companies work, you know, working business to business, understanding orders, you know, history and things like that, how to control a large budget. Hey, Russ, you think sales is probably the most important thing for a person to learn in business? Is that like the foundation, being not a salesman in yourself? I would say marketing. Marketing is probably yeah, because it's not even know. marketing your product; it's marketing yourself. That's G's yeah. lane. Yeah, that's probably the most important thing. I think is that in positioning. You know what I'm saying? Like making sure you position your product or yourself how you want people to see you. You know what I'm saying? Or reflect the value of it. So yeah, because that selling part that's just that's just your personality. That ain't nothing but a game right there. That's like, just people liking you. Yeah. If you if you if you don't get people to like you in sales, you should be an accountant. And if you're good at sales, <laughs> you're a bullshitter. <laughs> Yo, I had my, my, my supervisor, he's a salesman, salesman, right? And one time he told me, he said, like, yo, if you can't get somebody to laugh or call you by your like nickname, you don't really got them. Because now it's good. all formal. And mostly sales and business is informal. That's why they go on the golf course for all morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kick back, drink something. Yeah. Cause business is informal at the end of the day. The only reason why they do it formal. It's because they got to appease somebody else. Yeah. They got to appease the board. They got to get people to follow them and all that. So my question to you is, G, being that you in marketing, what does it take to take that leap? Like, say if you in the in the marketing game, mm-hmm. what do you need to do to get out that motherfucker and get your own? Because, you know, Dame Dash said it. You ain't a boss. You got a bow. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's also a matter of like a person's mindset. You know what I mean? You, you got kind of like a couple different uh, people in the workforce. You got some people that they really want to toil. You know what I'm saying? They really want to get down and dirty and work and just do work. Like, they're they're good at being a worker. Like, tell me what to do and I'm going to do it. it. Yeah, you just, that's just what you do. You're more inclined to work. Then you got some people that, like Russ was speaking on earlier, if you in a, a, a specific position and you take the opportunity to gain the knowledge from it while you're on the clock or at the job gaining that experience, then, yeah, you know later on down the line you can use that and translate that to your own alley. But that takes a certain mentality. What's Again, that mentality? Do you got to have a risk-it-all sort of mentality for you to take that leap out of the system? Because at the end of the day, it's a rat race. I'm running on somebody's wheel. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You definitely got to be a risk-taker. You got to be a go-getter. You can't be worrying about sleep. I mean, because yeah. honestly, when you're on your own... Business, it never stops, bro. Yeah. I feel like you really got to be a go-getter. You yeah, got to be a person sleep, that got you self-motivated, bro. Yeah. I have my own business. I I run my own business personally. I don't know. I, there is no vacation. Gee, you always awake. I don't there is no vacations. <laughs> I don't think I see you sleep. I'm doing a little bit better now. I'm, I'm doing a little bit better. I'm in the bed by 11, 11.30. But. Man, G, I saw you on Instagram at 2.30. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dog, man. Yeah. Fuck you, yeah, dog, man. man. I be busy, man. <laughs> He tried to give it PC for y'all, man. Don't let that boy. He trying to say he doing better. It's too late for that, G. Hey, I ain't going to lie to y'all. I get my sleep. <laughs> I mean, I be up early, though. You know. What time, Don't get what time it twisted. you get up? What time you get oh, up? 4.35 o'clock. Damn, 4.35. Okay, that's early. Uh, that's 4 with the 3 and the gym. 0 behind it? But for sure in that bed by 8, 8.30. Yeah, yeah well, you, you got to wind it down. Yeah, if, you, if, if you up at 8, I mean, if you up at 4, 4.45, because you really up by like 4.15, yeah. You just move around till about four thirty, so you got to be at bed no later than nine forty five. That's just to get a good. That's a good eight hours. Do y'all feel like eight hours is necessary? Because I no, don't. 
Depends. I feel like so. What's what's the max? Like six I think for me. Need, yeah. I could do six. I think I could go off five or six. I was about to say five or six. Yeah. No, I was going on four. I was asleep for a while, and then it started to impact me because I got that's older. Gonna eat you, yeah. yeah. I got older. That's a message for all of y'all out here, man. And we're not in the facts uh, topic right now, but I'm gonna let y'all know. Sleep is important. Facts. Yeah. I know we're talking about jumping, and you got to jump. And you guys all know my point of view. If you're not jumping, like what you doing? You sitting at a cliff eating a picnic sandwich or some shit. Like you got to jump. And if you don't jump, at the end of the day, you're going to be regretful because at least you didn't take a chance. Think about the podcast. If we ain't sit up here and say we was going to do it, now for the rest of your life, <laughs> you could tell whomever. I did that. Yeah, I was on the podcast. bro. <laughs> and we out here, we recorded. That means you yeah. could always press play. And someone hear your point of view at that certain time. It's low-key. A podcast is sort of like a... You know how you was back in the day and you had to do those time capsule shits? Yeah. For school, oh, yeah. I think it was fourth, fifth grade. They got you. Yeah. <laughs> put all this shit in a time capsule. We gonna close it. I still ain't see that shit I put in that time capsule yet. <laughs> I put a lot of important shit in there. <laughs> you ain't gonna find that. I put that. my whole... I put my whole being on that. That's my soul in there. They done trapped up. And I still ain't see it. I think I think they sent me a message the other day talking about, hey, we're gonna unveil it. But that's about a $350 trip. I ain't... I'm straight. Those secrets could stay concealed. Fuck that time castle. Straight. <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, this question for G. Yo. Is retiring at 65 or 70 still a sought-after goal for millennials like ourselves? Nah, I don't think so at all. We trying to get it as soon as possible. Are there pros to cons to that? Tell me a couple of the cons of the, the they call it the millennial migration. Yeah. Because we always on the move. What's some of the cons off of that? Social Security, yeah. I ain't getting no well, checks. I don't think we're going to get Social Security, man. I, I really don't think we're going to have that. Do we That's need not it? Gonna be, uh, it would be nice. It definitely would be nice. It would I be mean, nice. You're looking at grandparents, parents, they living off that. You yeah. know what I mean? For us, it's Big more chilling. of like, if we ain't putting our money into you know, 401k, 401k uh, stocks, IRAs, yeah, Roth, something, all dog. them you know, insurance shit they got now that the people... Going crazy over in these days. If you're not participating in none of those things, you're gonna be working forever. Yeah, you're gonna, gonna be, be 65. Working. You can have your own business, but you're gonna be working. Still gonna be working. How huh? y'all feel about seeing those those uh, elderly gentlemen and uh, gentle women in the workplace? That's like 65 or 70. It is, is there like a connotation towards them? Like, what do you mean, bro? yo, you ain't do it, right? No, I gotta. Uh, no, I always try. Uh, my bad. I try right. to find out what their story is because some of them really want to still work. Yeah, though. some of them really just enjoy yeah. what they do, bro. They really want to honestly be. Believing that, but then you got some be like, "Oh, I got a granddaughter. Like, I just want to mm-hmm. keep going till she finish high school, or whatever. college." Yeah, yeah. But some of them be like, "Shit, I honestly just really like what I do, and yeah. I don't know." But shit, look, look at me. Did you see this millennial mindset? Forty five, forty five, cruising. Forty five, man. It's coming up quick. <laughs> Not yeah. to think about. We got to speed up the bag here. Yeah, I'm trying to get out of here, dog. I'm trying to get out of here. This advertisement is brought to you by Nature by Now. Experience what it truly means to sit back and relax. Nature by Now all natural products. We specialize in a variety of soy candles and moisturizers for your skin. Infused with all natural shea butter, Nature by Now strives to produce a product you can illuminate your livelihood with. We have a variety of scents to choose from and we deliver nationwide. Our products don't stop there. Make sure you check out our full line of products at naturebynell.com to truly be a part of a refreshing, relaxing, revitalizing experience. But now for me, I really feel it's not a thing. The, the retiring, you, if you retired at 30 right now, 
What kind of life you live in? Me. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Wolf of Wall Street life. Yeah. <laughs> Where? Fast lane. If you I'm say in 30, retire at 30, retire at 30. Oh, that means the I'm rest in of my your life prime. is paid I'm in my prime and I want to live. <laughs> I see prime. Dog, no, straight I up. See pop. 30? 30 Damn, sure get married. That's NBA career. I'm out at NBA uh, age. Think about it. We 30. Yeah. It's the playoffs right and now. That's like, that's like if you get drafted out of the, in, in the yeah, NFL, out of high bro. School you just, no, I'm just saying, if you get drafted in the NFL, you can retire by 30, bro. If you get drafted. So then people in the NFL after 30, you doing it for the love? I feel mm. like you can. I mean, because shit, you could like yeah. a retirement check. You could dummy retire after like check. almost one year. So then bitch. why is it that most of these athletes, and we're going to get back to the topic, but it's important to say, why most of these athletes go broke? By the time they get out, is the livelihood? Is it the expenses? Is it the is it the women at the all white parties on the all white boat? They don't got good. In the accounts. all white ocean. Yeah. They don't got good budgeting or good people around them to yeah. tell them how to spend their money. I think most time it be the people around them. You yeah. think so? Yeah. Too many handouts. Too many like party. Keep your crowd small. I mean, yep. even like they accounting and shit. Like those people, you gotta have those people gotta be right too. I feel they, like. that's what I'm saying. Your accounting yeah. is shitty, dog. You gotta hold that man accountable. Like he should be having you making the best moves for your future and your people. Like he like, or she. I need. 19, I need this 50 piece. Somebody go hit Vegas. <laughs> I was just talking about that with somebody else. We were talking about how many like black athletes and black like football players specifically. Like they have money. You know what I'm saying? They have yeah. money now that they can actually. If they thought about it, they can take care for generations that come after them. And oh, after yeah. them. Like, but we're not doing it the right way. So you know what I'm saying? Like, let's talk about it. It's crazy. What's dog? the problem? It's because society puts on expectations and pressures on these people that makes you feel like you got to stay with the Joneses. Yeah, we still see Ed Reed at the, at the 10K. I was at drinking a Heineken, walking that bitch. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, I mean, dog. Ed Reed, an OG, Look, dog. So he cool already knows. Drinking a Heineken, walking the 10K. <laughs> Okay. I stopped by the porta party. Yo, I'm Harry. not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna tell you the funniest shit about that. He walking. You see what I'm walking, saying? Yeah, dog. He walking. This is Sunday morning walk. I probably had been finished the race about 40 minutes ago. <laughs> He's still at a mile left. He walking. I was walking to the car and cross paths with him with a Heineken in his with hand. a Heineken. Cooling. So I think Cooling this is the perfect it. part. Like to be honest, with you, I got a question, and we just talked about athletes and some people in certain areas. But are skills transferable if you're trying to get out the game? Let's talk about these athletes. They've been doing this since they've been what? At what age? Oh. Russ, you you a baseball player. You came yeah, up in the boys. ranks. Yeah, since little, young boys. Since you little. Little league with the little T-ball on the top. You know what I mean? shit that be, I don't know why they <laughs> put the it string, on the most insecure the shit ever. <laughs> you hit that shit once, hit that shit don't even pop string. up no more. You got to walk up. <laughs> Yo. Talking about, go ahead, run the first. Run the, you don't know where the fuck you go, but they say run the first. <laughs> I've been in a couple T-ball games, then I ran to the outfield. No. Yeah. Make it right. <laughs> Make it right. But are, are these athletes or anybody that's in these positions, let's say if you're in marketing, you think for marketing you're going to go all the way over the logistics? Nah, that's not transferable. It's, you can't do that. Nah. So so what are some things that you guys feel like some industries or some things that will be transferable from one industry to the next? I think one would be probably your ability to, to learn, to if learn. that makes sense. Cause not everybody is a so coaching. Coaching, you gotta be coachable. You gotta be coachable. Yeah, that's I so guess you gotta that. listen. Yeah, motherfuckers don't Definitely. listen. You have to. Bro. You know, motherfuckers don't listen. Everybody don't have that skill. I mean, cause you got a lot of motherfuckers who. I mean, just keep saying motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> you, got lot, you got a lot. <laughs> of people who, hey, you got a lot of people. Hey, rule number three. Be yourself. You got so many people who can just get out there and they just they want to do instead of just taking a step back and and learning first. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to be able to look. Here, 
Use your senses first, yeah, and then apply what the fuck you just seen, bro. Here. You got five of those motherfuckers. See, goddamn. Smell. Some All people don't be listening to that hair part of that file. Some people be using four out of five. Oh. There. They just hop on the computer. Nah, you got to see what the fuck going on first before you can just, you know, hop oh, in and shit. In. <laughs> fuck around, go to Legixes. You have a fucking truck that's supposed to go to Alabama, going to California. What the fuck did you Yo, doing? I'm going to tell you that story about me and uh, Jay. We was we got broke down going up to the University of Albany. Shout out to the University of Albany. So we got broke down because we coming from the club down in the Bronx or whatever. Yeah. Sue, shout out to Sue, whatever. So we going up there, and I tell him like, "Yo, I got the rental." Because this when I was traveling, I was okay. every. I got the rental. We gonna go all the way up. I say, "Yo, remind me to get gas." So we I haven't seen him in months. I just moved to Texas. So we chopping and chopping. We forget to get gas. So we pulled over to, to the side of the road. You know how that car go? Doo-doo. Damn. Doo-doo. So we say shit. You have a little red gas tank. We ain't getting no red gas tank. <laughs> Our phones are dead. We don't got no phones. We don't got no charges. We don't got none of that. So Jay was just like, yo, you want to walk? Throw that I'm like, thumb Bet. out. <laughs> Throw that thumb so we out. started walking. We hitchhiked this big ass truck. We asked the man. We get inside. We see his whole bedroom in the back. Because you know those big trucks, they got a yeah. nice little studio apartment in the back of their shit. Right. We was just like, yo, what's up, man? So I'm talking to him, trying to see where his head is at because this is the first time he hitchhiking. He says... Mind you, we going north in New York. He says, like, yo, man, I'm just trying to get to Florida. So me Florida. and Jay, me and Jay look at each other like, bitch, we going north. Way. Yeah, he going south. <laughs> but we ain't want to say this shit because once again, we don't know where this motherfucker head at. So we get up, we pull over, we driving, we get to a gas station. <laughs> we pull up, we call my man, everybody sleep. So we got to walk the gas station all the way back to the car, fill up the oh, car. Man. But it's only one gallon. So it's going to stop again. Nah, nah. They want enough to get nah, to the gas Nah, those station? exits on the New York State Thruway, they're about 30 miles apart. You should have just stepped on it <laughs> and just rolled all the oh, way. Rolled. Good thing that shit was downhill because I done put it in neutral and was just going. Just coasted. Coasted. Then we broke it and we got we got Flair Flintstone there. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Hey, I seen a fool doing that the other day. <laughs> nah, actually, you lying. dog. You lying. Ain't lying. He rolled down by the, uh, the little path, the uh, overpass. I seen a foot out the side of that thing, Real like flinched on that pushing. Bit. I was like, "Whoa!" Did he have his shoes on? Yeah, he, <laughs> he had his shoe on. But he probably had on the Yeezys. Jump man, jump man. Like, Wait jump a minute, man, that jump. boy kick pushing. He must have ran out of gas. <laughs> That's what happens. But skills are transferable. But my thing is now it's different from our parents or previous generations. Man, if you don't got a side hustle. I don't feel like you ain't spending your time as effectively as you can because you are always accessible. Everything is accessible with the internet. Everything. <laughs> I met Jared over the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Low key. Yeah. If you think about it, it's, that's the shit that you got to do. So my question to y'all is, how, how are things different? Like, what are some key things that we could point out to say, this is different from how my mother grew up, my father grew up, that was hustling, trying to make his ends meet to support his family. How is that different today? I think just the general way that they used to work, you know what I'm saying? The traditional, first of all, like there's no more nine to five, although that is the most popular schedule, but there are so many other things you can do. Like you can work four tens, you know, or you can just work the weekends or three days out the week and some weekend. Like you can do whatever you want, kind of like your time now has been shifted around to where you're able to be more optimized where you feel like you're more optimized at. So I think that's one thing that has definitely uh, shifted. Also, like the amount of time you're at a particular job. People nowadays, it's it's like a three-year, within about yeah. a three-year window. Like if you see, 
it's not trending where you wanted to trend, you out that bitch. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and that's just how it is. Long time ago, they're there 15, 25, 30 years, you know. Get a certificate. Yeah, man. T- today is three to five. I'm just trying to get vested. Yeah. <laughs> Look, next let me company, get that pension and I'm out. Let me Beep. get another one. Five more. Out of that. I'm Look, out. Next thing you know, resume hitting. <laughs> I done been all hot I done, shit. I done hit just a lick, bitch. Just, Russ gonna be 45. Like, Yo, Russ, what's up, baby? What you doing? Collect the pension check. <laughs> Cool, Y'all man. got me fucked up. <laughs> cool, Look, what a Heineken. I'm getting stocks walking everywhere. The walking on, walking, walking to 5K. Like, y'all gonna be walking a 10K with a height. <laughs> Cooling it. Yo, Russ doesn't see his future self. His doppelganger type shit. Look, yo, I'm telling you, bro. 5K. If you can't, shit. bro, you gotta really just talk stuff, speak stuff into existence, bro. Word. For real. You gotta, if you wanna do something, if you wanna experience something, if you want something in life, bro, you gotta plan that shit. You can't just be out here. Oh, that shit gonna happen. Nah, nah, nah. That it. shit ain't gonna, gonna, gonna just happen. happen. You gotta let life happen. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, you gotta set yourself up. You gotta put your car in that lane to reach that goal. Fact. Or your ass gonna end up going to fucking Canada talking about you wanna go to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> that shit ain't gonna work out. When I tell y'all that was the funniest shit that ever happened to me before, me and Jay shut the fuck up. We ain't say nothing for the next 15 minutes. We ain't wanna trigger it. If you don't know a difference between North and South, it's a mental institute. This some this mental something's going on. He was lost, man. When I he said his bed wasn't lost. even made up in the back, come on, bro. That means he just woke up. If you don't if you don't make your bed as a as a truck driver, that means something's off. You see what I'm saying? You gotta be on P's and Q's at all times. You up all the time. If your bed not made up, nigga, you done came off the wrong side of the bed this morning. Real shit. I'm about to ask my homeboy because he used to drive. That's what I'm saying. Ask any truck driver. They the most on time. The most punctual people that you'll ever meet in your life. But I think this is the perfect time to go into facts, man. Because I got a couple facts on my head that I just want to say. Run it. The first fact always that I always say to people. Everybody want to be famous. Nobody want to put the work in. Facts. It's a true statement. Oh, like, you can't even say nothing. Like, I know people want to say, like, yo, I'm going to do a 40-hour work week and be famous. That shit don't exist, man. Because somebody's out here working harder than you. So how y'all feel about that? You think everybody want to be famous, but nobody want to put the work in? Or do some people just don't want to be famous and just work their 7-Eleven job? There's a lot of hopers out there. I mean, shit, I hope too. <laughs> but, but I'm working. You know, I'm definitely trying. It's about... The effort, dog. You know what I'm saying? As long as you're constantly working towards your dream or your passion, then you never fail. That's how I feel about it. You know what I'm saying? But the minute you stop putting work towards it, you fail. You know what I mean? You're it's not over. you're not moving. Yeah, it's over, dog. You stop your, your positive movement. But every time you put one step in front of the other, that's all it takes, man. Just putting one foot in, in front of the other and working hard for it. Because you ain't going to get it just sitting on a couch Watching the voice talking about, oh, I can hit that note too. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. I'm waiting for the power ball to get to nine million. <laughs> yeah. Playing number, baby. You ain't gonna get it, man. You ain't gonna get it like that. So I feel like, it. though, you really gotta be like mentally. Too many people play the lotto. Facts. Shit. Real shit. <laughs> Once that shit hit 500 million. It, look, look, I'm gonna tell y'all, keep it real OG. For real. I be. I don't even fuck with that shit like that. But when they get up there and they be like everybody 800, 900 that. million. You done bought the ticket? Everybody do the that. The whole office be like, who putting $2 in? <laughs> everybody do shit. that. You done bought the ticket. Oh, but yeah, then what y'all sure. don't realize is the odds are even worse oh, yeah. when you do that. You, you made, saying, Let's so. say if you make that 800 million, that's what they talking about. It's 400 people put in there for that shit. Y'all about to say you sharing it with like but shit. But nigga, I'll share 800 million. 
Hey, hundred million, four hundred people. Yeah. All on I need is one percent. If only four hundred <laughs> get it, yeah. Straight, Look, they asked me, Rush, you gonna come if if you hit it? Come back to work, man. Lucky I don't mail the computer in. <laughs> That's another fact. Our, our generation, if we make it big, you could count us out at work. Fact. <laughs> Count me out. What you mean? Much, it depends. It depends on how much. Come on, bro. But eight hundred million. Eight hundred million. If you make eight hundred million, like you ain't. I'm gonna, you're gonna have the shortest trigger. I'm gonna, at work. Look, I ain't gonna. Ever. I ain't gonna plan them like that. I'm probably give them like a week. Because man, you bullshit. I got a good. Nah, that I'm a ass. Good person. That's why I, I give them a week. Like, man. ain't getting two weeks. You ain't get one. <laughs> you ain't gonna give them that two week no, notice. You get one. Eight hundred million. Man, listen, man. I'm a type motherfucker. If I'm in the eight hundred million, I got a freaking reclassified shorty. I'm with too, bro. That's just me, bro. Oh, you upgrading everywhere. Nigga, everything got to Every, upgrade. Oh, I'm in a whole man. other tax bracket. <laughs> Fuck you talking about? I got to reevaluate my life. I, just I know you've million. been with me these last two years, but... Uh, this is 800 million right here. This ain't going to work. This ain't and I know, I know a lot of y'all going to say, see, that's the team mentality that had these dudes fucking with those white girls. That's not what I'm saying. I might hold my shoulder down. <laughs> You might. I'm yeah, just talking about yeah. me, brother. I'm just talking about it. Down. Nah, nah, honestly, I probably will hold it down. I mean, just because you've been holding it down. But, you know, if you got out of pocket, though, then you got to go. That's what I'm saying. Uh, With money, you got the shortest trigger. When you broke. You ain't on the first law. First, <laughs> first sense of some bullshit. You got to go. Hey, listen, man, you ain't watch these dishes. Hold on. You got to go. It's Wednesday. I thought you had Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Why, you got to go hang out with your friends. <laughs> Excuse me? You gotta Pardon go. me? <laughs> Oh, no, you can't ask questions like that. You can't ask no questions no. like that? No, Man, you're not staying with your shorty if she can't ask no questions like that. You might as well come to my side. If I hit 800 million G, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I'm reevaluing everything. I got to see how my family treated me these last couple of years. Oh, you <laughs> one of those people. <laughs> I'm looking at everything. He's like, hold on, let me make a quick like, never come visit me in California. <laughs> never. <laughs> You got money to be petty at that point, though. You million? got petty money. You petty got, money. Yo, listen, why you got Drake Mellum champagne ne- bottle money? Petty. I've never why? heard that term, petty money. That's uh, true. I got petty money. Think now. about the 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 short fuse you got, because you don't need it. The only people people stay around is for a need of some sort. It's a fact. You're gonna stay around for a need. Now, once that need, that's why LeBron's so motherfucking passive aggressive. He don't need it. He's good. <laughs> you good, bro. What else you gonna do? I ain't got no worry. You do gotta yeah. stay humble. Who? LeBron? <laughs> 800 million. 800 million, man. They ain't no humble in 800. I don't hear no humble in 800 million. I think they could take the H off that motherfucker person. <laughs> That's what I think. Uh, nah, but for real though, um, I do think money does change people. It does, man. I don't care what nobody yeah, say. Jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man. You can sit there and talk about I'm gonna be the same person. No, you're not. You're not. It's just not a thing. Don't lie to don't first of all, it's the rules of the cub. Y'all don't know if y'all really know about it. <laughs> but it's five of them motherfuckers. I ain't gonna say it to y'all now because y'all dedicated listeners. But I think this is the perfect time because we gave so many different things. It's the going to love is love. Yeah, yeah. A nice love is love statement. I was thinking the other day to change up my love is love statement, but I was just like, nah. So for me, comedy is life. Is life comedy? Life is comedy. I don't care how you put it. Just use those three words. I'm gonna go ahead and jump it off to Russ. What you got on that, man? Hey, like I came across this quote the other day. Uh, actually, in a meeting I had, mm-hmm. 
and I think it really ties into what we've been talking about on this episode. Mm-hmm. It says, success seems to be connected with action. Successful people keep moving. They make mistakes, but they don't quit. I really love that. I made more mistakes than the average Joe. Jo- <laughs> I could count mistakes on about two hands, your hands, your feet, my feet. That's how many mistakes I made. But I keep pushing, keep moving. Got to keep going, bro. Body in motion, stay in motion. Fact. Facts. What you got on that, G? G always got the... drop. G always got that. I'm going to tell y'all the best person that we had to do a love is love statement in here. Shout out to KC. (laughs) This man came with a literal Bible verse off the top of his head. I was like, damn, bro, I ain't know people just had it off that type of shit. I still remember he was like... uh... (laughs) What he said? Passion. He was like, love is justice in public. Yeah, on some shit that I seen it's in like, like Luke. True love is like justice in public. Something, Something like that. that. I was just like, damn, that's the way I've been it feeling. Was a hot KC. little bar. What time hot. for KC with the bar? So shout out KC for that man. That that was one of our guests that we had Bars. here at the Cubby. Uh, I think he was on what episode was he on? Was he on Gamora and Me? That was family. The family one with me. Family Feud. I think it was. He was on. We got a we got a catalog out here. So if you guys don't know, go make sure you listen to season one. B or beef or beef. what's beef? That's beef. what he was, was on. What was that beef. five? Yeah. Damn, we so many episodes deep. I don't know where Actually, we at, Jeremy. But it's good. We gonna keep moving. We gonna keep pushing. But gee, you still gotta give that love is love statement though. Oh yeah. So um, since we talking about John man, John man, uh, and just being able to like, you know, get out of that corporate shell. I'm gonna just say uh, a quote from my man Bruce Lee. Uh, fears for others, man. Just <laughs> simple like that. Fears for others, like uh, Jesus. You can't be scared out here, man. If you want to go do something, man, you just gotta do it, man. Fears for others, like be bold, man. Be bold, believe, and you can do it, man. And that's all it really takes, dog. It starts from within. So jump in, jump in, jump in, jump in. I just seen that jet take off. They up there something. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, this was for, I want to shout out all the people that do listen to us here at the Cubby. Uh, We're going to go ahead and sign out, but make sure you guys tune in. We're on all platforms. We're talking about Apple Podcasts. We're talking about Spotify. We just got on Archer. Shout out. Shout out. We just got on Archer. We're going to do a couple things, but love is love. Yeah. Facts. Let's talk about it. Shawty told me get about the counter. Mama told me get about the counter. My brother with me standing on the counter. We slanging packs of smoke of marijuana. Cause all I know is young and go and get it. And forever getting money is the me shit. Gotta get about the counter. My mama told me get about the counter. Cause I was selling crack, I wasn't rapping. And crap paid the bills, but my mama wasn't happy. If you guys do want to help sponsor this cause, as mentioned, it's about five. Strong-willed corporate men in the workplace coming together and showing y'all that you can ball out on Sunday and still be in the courtroom or the boardroom or whatever room that has four walls and a ceiling for you to go ahead and manage your thing. So if you do want to sponsor us, make sure you check us out on Instagram. It's at the TheCubbyCast. If I get this wrong, y'all let me know because they, they, y'all been getting on me about my shout-outs. So the Cubby as well on Facebook. And you could always hit, up, hit us up in our email at thecubbycast at gmail.com. See how we all tied that at the cubbycast together? See what you did there? You know what I'm saying?